You got the chill. The chill. The chill. The chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. <laughs> There is not a lot of things more satisfying than watching a bush. We're slowly developing and finding our identity. Really young squad, a lot of playmakers. Kind of looking at like Miami, kind of their offense. I feel like our offense can and will have shades of that going forward. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, Piers, Jim Rutledge. Packers offense looks more like two actual Dolphins dry humping on the middle of Lambeau Field than an actual Miami Dolphins football team. I just think he got the the coaches messed up like I did. He was thinking, (laughs) we're going to show you shades of the Las Vegas offense. And that's what he was referring to. The other McDaniel, McDaniels, former coach of the Raiders. Because that's the offense we're seeing flashes of. Not the Miami Dolphins offense. We're seeing flashes of the Raiders offense right now. And that's why we're asking you our Iron Jack poll question. Do we start saying this show, Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light, the Monster Blue, you know what to do? And that's Crush, a Coors Light. Now that uh, I think starting uh, next Monday, the it'll be like after dark at 5 o'clock. So do we start making the 5 o'clock hour Rutledge and Hamilton after dark? We can just <laughs> no, because Ryan's we, gonna feel like just, every yeah. bump back's gonna have to be kickstart my heart. And <laughs> I thought we just, just just the phrase after dark, like that song, has a connotation and a and an association with Ryan Wollersheim that I don't think that is a corner of the radio we want to get into. We just buck the trends and do <laughs> yes, whatever buck the trends. It's a common phrase. It is a common it phrase. Is, it is, yeah. It's a very sneaky <laughs> phrase when you're doing radio. You need to really <laughs> enunciate properly. So I'm saying, after dark, we'll buck the trend. To be a lot of Marvin Gaye bump backs. We'll say that. Yeah, a little Barry Manilow, a little Barry White. How do you mean after dark like that? I mean after dark like we could say buck. That was all. I didn't mean oh, after dark. Like we were, that. Well, that's what I was saying. Uh, yeah, well, Ryan, yeah. Ryan I, connotation, right? I, I didn't think we were going to. I mean, we can play some romantic music. <laughs> that's what I was like. <laughs> if that's what you want to play, you Ryan. Want me to go like, Welcome into the show. Exactly. <laughs> Rutledge and Hamilton after dark. This is primetime Warshine coming at you live with a little Barry Manilow. <laughs> Call it on the request line. My name is DJ Request. I do not take any request. <laughs> Goodness. All right. We are asking you our Iron Jack Bowl question after that little aside. At, the top, every, at the top of the Matt Hamilton special. Oh, yes. Matt Hamilton. Very excited for this. Explain oh, the Matt man. Hamilton special because we are out at 530 uh, for Bucks pregame. Matt Hamilton special show because we're going to do about 70% of the show today. I also would say that our Iron Jack Bowl question is a Matt Hamilton favorite because it's we asked 50, the question. 50. It is 122 votes. It is 50-50 dead on. That is amazing. After the Raiders cleaned (laughs) house last night, should the Packers next... uh, Should the Packers be the next team to fire their GM and head coach and get rid of Goody on the floor? Matt, can I just... I haven't actually read the Iron Jack Bowl question. Why is it that Ryan has to make everything so much more complicated? Because it was related to the Raiders cleaning house. I had to throw that in there. Should the Packers fire their head coach and GM like the Raiders just did? That's what I had put in there. So I just just rearranged the words. It's a novel. It's oh a little long, but we got 120 votes on this, so that's good. We would have had it 150 works. already if it was easier to read. 
Oh, so, Ryan, I so somebody had to read five more words, and they said, you know what? Not for me. This one didn't seem like one that I would have nitpicked, but Jim had yesterday off. He didn't get to berate, true, berate true. you, so like, I think that's just You're where it's going Yeah, I was going to say, you don't want to keep, <laughs> let me keep bucking around over here. Whoa! I don't know if you could buck around. And just don't buck any trends. <laughs> okay. Well, then I didn't want to make Welcome it easier to read. Welcome back into You guys are clearly more after, professional than me because I am dark. uncomfortable. <laughs> I feel like we're getting dropped every second you say I that. just know that I can enunciate, Matt. I don't yeah. trust your enunciation. I don't trust my enunciation either. All right, 844-770-3776. Should the Packers fire both LaFleur and Goody after the Raiders just did it? They set the trend. The Raiders have to pay more money to Josh McDaniels than the Packers would have, to, I think, probably to LaFleur and Goody combined. So I say, fire them all. Why not? I mean... If it happened, I don't think I wouldn't be like, "Oh no, what are we doing?" You know, I I'd, I'd be a little surprised. The Packers aren't really like the team to do that. I know we got rid of McCarthy in the middle of a season, but like that that was such an anomaly. Picking up players in the offseason, that's like an anomaly. This is just doesn't seem like a Packers move. So I don't expect it, but if it did happen, I wouldn't be here like, oh, no, take my eyes, not my GM and the coach. Like, anything but them. <laughs> this is Relation Hamilton. It is a Hamilton edition, which means we only get about 70% of the show because Bucks pregame is coming up. Whoop, whoop. They are playing Toronto. Matt, why is that? That is awesome because that's our coach's former team. There you go. Look at that. Were you expecting an answer there, primetime? Texting your girlfriend back there. What's happening? I'm texting Jesse Nelson, so even better. Um, Uh-oh. No. <laughs> hey, now. Uh, hey you're now. not allowed to Whoa. say Bucks on the radio. <laughs> no. Hey uh, it was a question about the Bucks game, actually, but no. Uh, I was not aware that Matt Hamilton was aware that uh, Adrian Griffin coached for the Toronto Raptors. No, 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 no. What are you texting Jesse Nelson? <laughs> I'm texting to make sure that I know how to properly get out on time for us going into this oh. Bucks game. It's our first time. <laughs> It's my first time, Jim. Just let me. He's just going to tell slow. you all that. We'll first do it, time. Just do it gently. First right. time. First time getting into the Bucks. <laughs> first time. Look, uh, it's a new trend. Ryan, I haven't had time to buck around with it yet. Ryan, don't worry. All you have to do is get it into the Bucks pregame show, and they'll take it home from there. Yeah. You just got to warm it up. Pregame. Why did you say warm it up? <laughs> Because that's what the Bucks will be doing like during their show. Foreplay for the, the game. Is, there, is this the the foreplay version of Roger yes. Hamilton? Is that what it is? Every no, time the pregame is the is the that's foreplay. That's the pregame. You don't have see. You're putting too much pressure on yourself. Yeah, <laughs> just relax. You don't need to impress anybody. Just sit back and relax, and me and Jim will take it there. Yeah, we got it. We're all good. <laughs> Chris Savannah Swash Waters chimes in. They should uh, fire Goody, not Lafleur. He didn't create this problem. Sports. I four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six is how you can get into this journalistic hierarchy of a show. Just this beacon of journalism that is Rutledge and Hamilton uh, after dark. Yeah, after dark. <laughs> well, Matt's all goofy on Sudafed, so you know he. That's why he's not participating as much. Saying he's got a cold, you can take Sudafed. You have a cold? Yes, yes. They do make you feel like you are buying drugs. Though. Well, it, I don't even know if what? it's Sudafed. I just took like one of those. Alka-Seltzer's with the ibuprofen in it, but when I bought it at the store across the street, I had to show ID for it at the self-checkout, so that was a little weird. I guess there should have been something in it. Should have known. But it is weird that they um, 
do like make it like you are buying drugs like you have yeah. to go back there and it's like hey man like, it's like my wife my wife's a little sick i just want to like a little like cold prevention stuff you got give me a little emergency give me a little bit of that alka-seltzer plus <laughs> you know, like that's all I'm looking for. Well, they for. came out and said, and here's why I went to the pharmacist. I feel like I had to explain myself. I'm like, yeah, the 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 FDA says none of the other stuff works, so I don't want to buy that. That seems pointless. So can I buy the good stuff behind the glass? <laughs> You're like, yeah, all you gotta do is uh, just run this background check on yourself and uh, sign away your firstborn, and we'll give you two Sudafed. Like, how many do you need? They asked me that too, and I was like. I don't know. I probably just need the two. <laughs> like, enough to get through a cold? What? I don't know what the normal amount is. If I say I need the big size, are you going to arrest me when I leave here? <laughs> if I knew, I'd be a pharmacist, right. and I wouldn't be here asking you. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't know. I kind of just want to buy as many as I can so I never have to do this again. <laughs> you stockpile Sudafed. <laughs> Why do you have all the Sudafed? Because it was so awkward when I had to buy it from the pharmacist. Because I've been watching the Packers the first six weeks of the football season, and I got... Ten more weeks to go. Hey now. <laughs> I need some more Sudafed. <laughs> you get to At the... least seven for the next, t- or ten for the next ten Sundays. That's how you recommend getting through a Packer game, Sudafed and a Coors Light? <laughs> I would not recommend the Coors Light part. You should do the either independently of each other. <laughs> but then you won't finish the game. You'll have a nice little nap. <laughs> Jeez. Nice yeah. and slow game. We are not <laughs> condoning that in, in any fashion. Are you not supposed to take, you can't have a Coors Light with Sudafed? I wouldn't have a Coors Light with any sort of... Uh, <laughs> Pill medication that I got from a pharmacist. Any medication that you need an ID to buy, that's you fair. should not have with like, your beer. That's, <laughs> that's 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 good life advice from Matt Hamilton. Yeah, I might not be the smartest guy when it comes to the NFL or the NBA or any of it. But, but when it comes to drugs, but when it you comes to just, drinking ow, alcohol, you could have just. I know stopped. you should just keep it. You should have just stopped it. I may not be the smartest guy. <laughs> But I know that I shouldn't uh, <laughs> combine alcohol with drugs you have to get to the, to the pharmacist yeah. for. That, that's, that's a, a no-no. Jam. That's a no-no. Uh, this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. I'll tell you what. Uh, it is getting to snowy season, and I am happy I got my big blue truck from my good friends at Simden Chevy in Mount Horeb. Go see Dan Andrews out, out at Simden Chevy in Mount Horeb. Uh, if you're looking for a better buying experience, you can have a better buying experience at Simmons Chevy in Mount Horeb. Dan and his team out there are fantastic. They can set you up. I want to make sure we can play a proper amount of throwing stones. So, this is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Richard Hamilton continues live from the Everlight Solar Studio. With the Matt Hamilton special. Which means we don't finish the show. <laughs> 70% of the show. Just uh, like my attendance record. Cool. Exactly. Something Matt is very, very proud of. Hey, I thought it was pretty funny, and we're going to get a lot of Matt Hamilton shows with the Bucks, and who knows? We're, we're going we're gonna to be bounced a couple times. Pun intended. Oh, God. <laughs> Save me. By the bucks. Save me with some uh, <laughs> throwing stones, please. 
The guys think what are you they talking the about? That was everything. gold. I'm the best. Bad people like give you gold. Me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. All right, guys, time to throw some stones on a Matt Hamilton edition of Rutledge and Hamilton. So we all know sticks and stones may break our bones, but words, boy, do they confuse me. What was that little accent there? Our bones. Our bones. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe I've just been listening to too much Mariah Carey because I don't know if you guys saw. Do you know who Mariah Carey is? Okay. (laughs) But anyways, uh, at exactly midnight Eastern time last night, Mariah Carey tweeted saying, guys, it's time. Mm-hmm. And she only included a short video clip of her singing her favorite song, I Don't Want a Lot for Christmas. Because obviously, that, the Halloween song is, is called All I Want for Christmas is You, isn't it? Sure. Fine. Well, you're like, yeah, that's, you're like my everyone children. knows what song it is. Yeah, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay. Keep it rolling, Ryan. So I ask you guys, uh, when do you start listening to Christmas music? Is it immediately after Halloween or do you at least leave somewhat of a grace period? Matt, start with you. I like to celebrate my holidays in order, and the fact that there's Thanksgiving still coming up and people are trying to celebrate Christmas already, that is crazy to me. My wife is a Christmasaholic. It takes every fiber of fight that I've got in my being to keep her from putting the Christmas tree up early. Um, we, We take turns. Her year, she gets a real tree. My year, I get to do a fake tree. The, fa- the real tree year, she puts it in too early, so by the time it's Christmas, it's all dead and dropping needles all over the place. Don't celebrate Christmas too early, otherwise you're going to end up with needles in your house and a Christmas tree fire. Jesus. That <laughs> dark. Yeah. That's Jeez. what's going to happen, man. Matt Hamilton. Don't celebrate Christmas too early. The dark side on Sudafed there. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the drugs. <laughs> you can give me a ride home in your Sibden Chevy. <laughs> Yeah, apparently. Otherwise, this emo Matt Hamilton over here. God, no. Jeez. You're going to die if you celebrate Christmas this early. All right. I can't handle early Christmas. Clearly. All right, Jim, what about you? Scrooge over here. Um, I would say I'm similar to Matt, just not as militant about it. That I would... (laughs) He's a Christmas warrior. (laughs) He really is. It's too early. Uh, there's a lot to unpack from Matt, but I would actually, so I agree with this. So Halloween to Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving is actually my favorite holiday. Yeah. So like, right. I like the buildup right after Thanksgiving. I'm ready for Christmas music. It, it starts coming on early. Like, I don't want, I want like a month. Christmas music is fine. It's got like a month's window. Like, yeah. And then you're kind of out on it. I can only hear, uh, the remakes of all I want for Christmas or white Christmas or any of the other songs yeah. so many times. So a month, it's a good window, but I actually would let the the Christmas tree. We usually get the Christmas tree on Black Friday. Uh, I have to go out in the woods, like some sort of place, and cut down a tree. It's like a new tradition. Let Dad try to cut down a tree out here while everyone watches me. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> then I got to drag the tree myself all the way back to the to the car, which is just a great time. But put it in the back of the truck, Simmons Chevy. So at least uh, we have that going for us. But the other part of it is. I would let the tree hang longer and some of the Christmas stuff. I want it to go up late, like after Thanksgiving, but linger a little longer because we got nothing. You got nothing after New Year's until spring. We went Valentine's Day. Like you just got, it's just dead. There's nothing. There's no holiday. It's just kind of just blah. It's just cold and death. 
and St. Patty's. St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day, but that's... And then you got Easter. March is fine. I love March. March means you spring like is March? coming. March. And you got Arbor Day. Oh. March March means <laughs> spring is coming. It's true, true. February is the worst month ever. Here's the thing. Yes. If Jim's going to yes. cut a tree down for Christmas, he should certainly celebrate Arbor Day and make up for that tree. <laughs> right? Some karma. I have the planted world. plenty of trees at my house. All right. All right, well, speaking of trees, guys, I actually saw a recent study that more than one-third of people 65 and older... It's better be about marijuana or it's ...have tried marijuana <laughs> once right. in their lives, which <laughs> that number has actually tripled since the year 2009. So marijuana use amongst the elderly skyrocketing over the last 15 years. So Wait, or people just got old. Wait, read it one more time. It's for people 65 and older. So yes, more than a third over 15 of years, people who were 50 would then be 65 and older. But then the people younger than six, old, younger than there's still more people because some <laughs> of those people passed away, obviously as they do. Um, <laughs> thank you, Jim. Thank you for interjecting. I appreciate that. So my my simple question for you guys: Old people die. Yes, they do. I don't know why you had to bring it around to this. I know it's after dark. We're getting dark on the show today. But my only question for you guys. Was I imagine you have elderly parents at this point in your yeah, life? They're not dead yet. Yeah. No, they're not dead yet. So my they question will be to soon, you, apparently, my so question yeah. to you, been fifteen is that years. Yeah. If you were to uh, uh, partake in some of the cannabis with your parents, what activity would you like to partake in, Jim? Start with you. <laughs> so if I'm high, what would I want to do with my parents? While they're also high, yes, because they're using the marijuana now, and now maybe you can use it with them. You work for the FBI? The marijuana? You <laughs> the marijuana. <laughs> yeah, you sound like a narc. Thank Hello, you. fellow <laughs> marijuana heads. Answer the question, Jim. <laughs> what would you do if you were high on the ganja? Um, I don't know. I feel like I'd maybe go to an, uh, like uh, north south, get some great spread. Oh my god! And I just, would not take my parents anywhere if they were. No, I would have it. I would, I would have it brought to the house. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, certainly yeah, the plan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The second my Fire parents up. got high, they would be yeah. indoor parents. Yes. <laughs> my parents are borderline indoor parents anyway. So like, yeah. I would fire up Big Lebowski and order some catering <laughs> from uh, North South Seafood Smokehouse. All right, Matt. How about you? Um, I'd probably try and cook something. You know, try. Well, <laughs> I'll try. I mean, I would cook something, but it would probably it, cater to their taste. I'd do Some something funions, a man. little different. I might do like flaming hot Cheetos dusted or like encrusted uh, codfish, right? And you wow. do, yeah, some of those like kind of stoner vibes in with the meal. Bring in some of this, the munchies. What are you going to make with some Funyuns, man? Uh, oh, what would I make with Funyuns? Honestly, all the uh, chips could make a great like batter for like if you did a pork chop that you pounded flat and you wanted to bread it. Use Funyuns. Use Cheez-Its. Like, it would all work well. Okay. You got to crush them to oblivion, but so yeah, that's like what I would them. do. Because that would be, that would, I think that's what my parents would want because they would never cook anything like that for themselves. But that's like the ultimate munchies snack. It sure is. Not that I would know from experience. Or but like, what would their munchie be? Like Pringles? Like, what would what would it be? Like, what's their chip of choice? Oh, choice. Honestly, back in the day, growing up, Dad was just a sucker for ice cream. So if Dad got stoned, he would probably eat a tub of ice cream like post dinner. There you go. He'd probably get like he was, you know, he was disciplined man. One scoop. Scoop of ice cream after dinner, no big deal. I think if it gets a little, gets a little uh, inebriated, that whole tub's coming out. <laughs> right. Dad, if you're listening, 
or any of my dad's friends who inevitably are going to tell him this are listening <laughs> because I get texts about this kind of stuff all the time. I'm sorry, Dad, but you'd drill a tub of ice cream. I know you would. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, final like question. Like a tub or like a normal, like when you get like the like, big like, No, the pint. Like okay, a Ben and Jerry's pie. thing. Okay. Yeah. you say tub, I'm thinking of like Oh, the, like a yeah. gallon? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> a whole gallon of ice cream. Gone. Let's, let's be honest, though. First, and then he first, did, if you have a gallon of ice cream, you need a pint of insulin. <laughs> <laughs> first time Mr. Hamilton got like, the gallon might go. <laughs> like, yeah. Man, oh, man. You have no <laughs> control of your munchies at that point. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I'd be getting overboard at that point. And uh, speaking of overboard, uh, James Harden traded to the <laughs> Los Angeles Clippers. <laughs> uh, early Tuesday morning, traded from Philly to L.A. So, Can you explain the uh, transition there? Overboard. I mean, he's overboard. He's overweight. I don't know. He's eating a lot of ice cream as well himself. Oh, I thought you were saying like Philadelphia threw him overboard or something. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I thought no, that was no but that, that makes sense with Clippers too. All right, Daryl Morey threw him overboard, and the right. Clippers picked him up. You yep. guys give me way more credit than I deserve. Um, do but we? My qu- <laughs> no, we do definitely. Do. My question was in James Harden intro video with the Clippers. He was in their locker room saying free Willie play or something. Or what? What the free Willie theme song play? Free Willie's bought a big whale? No. no. All right. Let me finish. <laughs> James Harden in his intro video with the Clippers was in their locker room, and he was actually seen holding three cell phones in his left hand in the video. So I ask, you, I ask you guys, can, what do you imagine those each of those three phones is used for by James Harden? Matt, I want to start with you. That was that was a trip. One he did like a no look. He looked at me and said, "Purely <laughs> for his agent, because that agent has been working overtime for the last yes. couple of years." The second phone, that's his personal phone. That's where he likes to, you know, that's where his friends text, his teammates text. And then the last phone is for tweeting about GMs and how he will never play on a team <laughs> that is run by that GM. Or if you're going to call that GM a liar who happens to be a friend of show, personal friend of mine, and a Wisconsinite, Daryl Morey. So... James Harden, you crazy. You've got a phone just for hate tweets. Get out of here. I hope you have fun in the Clippers. I hope you get all 50 shots a game you're looking for with the three other stars that are better on that team than you are. He's got one personal phone, one phone just for food delivery. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other phone... Uh, just to have the easiest access to be able to find the finest gentlemen's clubs in Los Angeles. Because if you know anything about James Harden, he's a connoisseur of gentlemen's clubs and food. So I think he's got a gentleman's club phone. He's got a uh, Uber Eats, uh, Uber fo- Eats phone. And then he's got a personal phone. <laughs> <laughs> And sometimes they get mixed effects. up and things get crazy. That's a tough one, guys. All right, so both of you guys' usage rates were out of this world during today's uh, throwing stones. But I got to say, Matt Hamilton, a pint of insulin? You got me with that one. <laughs> That's right, baby. Won it again. Natural Matt you Hamilton. Or Monday, oh, natural. I won two days ago against Jimmy. I won. No, you didn't. I won Monday. Oh, Maybe that was a pity Alex's. win. That was a pity win. Pity oh, yeah. win. Should have been mine. Ryan screwed me out of a championship. Ah, it's been brutal. But we're back on top. Two wins today because I also got the minute to win it. So, you know, it just feels good to be an all-star. All that, all that fan mail was going to your head today, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. It let's, let's address yeah. just for a minute. Oh, Stay please, a please do. I, Could you be? I was trying to be that guy. Douche. Like, just yeah. sounds like. Cool. I wanted to reply back. <laughs> And say like I feel like Tasha gets more fan mail, but I, oh, I, I, yes. I, 
Because Tasha gets fan mail Let's here. Let's set it up. Nobody knows what, yeah, what we're so talking about. There. But like Tasha does get fan mail, same thing autographed. So Matt, Ryan, am I correct in this? Out of the clear blue sky, just sends us a, a photo yep. of a bunch of letters addressed to Matt Hamilton. Yep. <laughs> These could all be plants for all we know. So like, uh, yep. <laughs> he's like, uh, anyone else here get fan mail? Like, oh, no. Anyone else get upset when their fan mail just gets, starts to pile up and you forget about it? Now, now, Matt's probably had that fan mail. There was like eight pieces, so it's probably been eight months worth of fan mail piling up for Matt Hamilton. It was definitely about a month, I would say. So he then proceeds to say it's all a bunch of people asking for him to sign uh, his card. Yeah, like, that's a cool Topps, card. Yes. Allen and Ginter. And I do have a Topps Allen and Ginter. I didn't have to mail him. He signed it uh, right here. <laughs> I only had to pay him 10 bucks. It was a great deal. Yeah. So uh, then he asked, like, oh, how many of these should I sign? Because people, you know, if someone sends me more than no, one that, card, which is fair. This is a legit question. Yeah. I, I thought about saying we should ask all of our audience. Okay. Oh so if, if somebody sends you, just imagine, Ryan, you've got the producer of the year card. And there's a you picture of you. Glorious WBA that was once held by Alistair. If you to sign the card and there's three of them, like they're obviously going to get rid of one or two of them. Like it's who, who, who? Why would you want three of the same card? I want to get rid of you. Oh Whoa. my gosh, Ryan. One day when you're famous and you get that producer card, you'll know <laughs> this is flight that I'm running through right now. All right. Milwaukee Bucks versus Toronto pregame coming up next. Good luck, Ryan. This is Roger Hamilton you. presented by Cruise Light. See ya!